thanks. That's all for today. Thanks, 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 that's all for today. Thank you, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Hello and welcome back to the final episode of Season 1 of Thanks That's All For Today with me, your host, Harriet Mother. Can't believe I've actually just said that. End of Season 1 already. Don't worry though, we'll be back in 2021 with Season 2 and 3 with more incredible guests. You can catch up with any missed episodes from this current season on Red Circle, Spotify and YouTube. But today, episode seven is with my last fantastic guest, the sensational European, British and world champion, strictly champion, style icon and my gorgeous friend, Katia Jones. Oh, it says recording dot, dot, dot. And I was waiting for it to start recording, but I guess that that means it's recording. There's definitely a red dot there. Okay, good. Fantastic. Fantastic. Good start, babe. Good start for me, isn't it? Good, good, strong. Okay, so everybody, thank you so much for listening. I have got an absolute mega babe today. I was thinking of all the words I could use that was like icon, queen. Mega babe is the fitting term for this strictly champion, fashionista, girl boss, fab friend who has actually helped me out many times when I'm in need. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. British, European and world champion. I'm wait. I'm pausing for dramatic effect. I feel like I need a drum roll. It's Katia, everybody. Oh, darling. Well, at least you've done your research, are you? (laughs) (laughs) I just took a guess. I took a guess. I was like, she's got to be British, European and world champion. Multiple. Multiple times. No, I'm only joking. No, I did do my research. I couldn't be prouder. Oh, can I just say I'm really proud of you. Look at you having your own podcast. Oh, thanks, babe. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. So I've known you now for about four years. We did we did a show together about in 2016, wasn't it? Or 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's been ages and whenever we see each other, we always have like the biggest catch up, don't we? Yes. But you know, it's really nice like to have a friend like that, that, you know, there's no obligations, there's no uh, time scale on it. But whenever we do see each other, it's like we never, you know, left and it's a massive catch up and with the banter and always. Every now and then, you know, I just thought, oh, do you know, let me just send a message. So it's like, just thinking about you, you know, it's really nice like that. I really like that. Oh, I totally agree. And I do feel like as well, because uh, obviously I see, you know, on social media, what you're up to or, or when you're on Strictly or, you know, a- anytime I see you online, I'm like, feel like I've caught up with you because I can yeah. see what you're up to. That's what I love. That's the good side of social media. Um, I feel like, oh, I get, you know, get to see what you're up to. But it's so nice to see you. You look so well, so beautiful. Yeah, I've already said about your hair. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So obviously you might, you probably won't be able to see us or you won't. Uh, I have dressed up for Katia. I was like, I'm seeing Katia today, the fashion queen. I've got to talk about when we met. So when I first met Katia, I was doing a show. We did keep dancing together. We did, it was a very short sort of spell, wasn't it? It was two or three weeks. Yes. And I was just obsessed at stage door at the end of the night. 
I was like ready for bed in my pajamas, jacket on. Katia had this blue leather jacket on. I remember this outfit. Yeah. From Zara. Oh, it just looked amazing. And I remember being like, how do you look like that after a show? You're going <laughs> home and you look unbelievable. Um, Didn't you tell me that time you went, I have the same jacket, but in baby pink. Yes, I've got the, I have got the jacket in baby pink. Yes. Oh, that's it. I remember. Great minds think alike. Yes. I probably bought it because I saw you in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also during that run, I remember we had a photographer coming in. Shout out Fiona White. And... Yeah. I had forgotten my eyelashes and I was running around. Do you remember? I can't find any eyelashes. And I knocked on your door like, oh my gosh, I've got to ask the world champion. Can I borrow some eyelashes? And you were like, of course. And of course you had like the best ones, the Isla. And you saved me. I remember. Me. Do you remember? I was so panicky. I was like, I can't I go remember. I, I think, oh, didn't, didn't I have crumble in the changing room? Yeah, you did. That what it was, wasn't it? Crumble was probably barking all over. And you were like, can I please have? <laughs> but do you know what I love? I always say, and a lot of my friends, especially obviously, you know, I'm here without my original family and friends from yeah. Russia. And I just love the way, whatever it is, universe, life, mm. whatever, brings people, right people, people yeah. that you connect to, to your life. I just love that. Yeah, I absolutely I adore it. And you just know, like, oh, you're my type of person. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. I felt like that with you, for sure. I really felt like we just completely clicked from the beginning. Yeah. You know, we, we just try in. We're just yeah. like, crazy. Well, she's too. Well, yeah. cool. <laughs> I remember we went out in Newcastle and we were like both ordered porn star martinis. We had a photo shoot. It was like we'd known each other for ages. I, I really felt like that with you and probably why with the eyelashes, I felt like I could come to you because <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, I, I need some somebody lovely. I need to go and find somebody to help me. Aww. So thank you for the eyelashes. Just wanted to sneak into my changing room. Yeah, I did. To be honest, I wanted to be your part. I was really gutted that they didn't ask me to be <laughs> dancer in Keep Dancing. I just, I, I couldn't understand why they hadn't asked me. <laughs> well, we, did, we did lots of backstage dancing too. Let's we get did, loud. Let's get loud is the next thing I've written is let's get loud. Oh, do you remember the bit at the end where she goes? Oh, you did not do that, did you? <laughs> It's so funny. You didn't know I could do that, did you? It's yeah. so sassy. I know, because I remember, um, oh God, there were so many times backstage. I, I lost a dress one time uh, before <laughs> I went on for a song. Also. And I just looked over like. Yeah, that's what we were doing. Oh, that, yes. Yeah, that's it. was routine we were doing, wasn't it? Yeah, I loved that. That I was such a shame. It was such a, like, short. It was really fun. And this is obviously, you know, the first time in our shows when I heard you sing. And I was like, who the hell is oh. this ginger pale girl with the voice like that? <laughs> like, these two things just don't match up, but it's the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Like... Uh, do you know what? Some people, my friend Sasha, you know her. Yes. And you, Sasha. like, and Joe, when I go to see you guys perform, I just can't help it. I just can't help it. I, I get overwhelmed. Oh, tears into my eyes. I'm just like, yeah, that's my friend, everyone. <laughs> that is 
my friend and I'll go around shouting off the rooftops about how amazing you are honestly oh and Katia that's how, that's exactly how I feel about you anytime I see you on tv or you know doing anything to do with dance or or even things that you're doing you know with your your fashion and being fashion conscious and I'm just like oh my god that's my friend I know that person <laughs> I love her we've got each other Christmas presents <laughs> yeah. yeah no I, I just feel like that about just pure yeah. talent it's just so beautiful inside this oh, gorgeous thank you. thank oh. you I feel the exact same about you honestly thank you so much oh. I'm, I'm getting a bit sick let's, <laughs> let's, let's let's play a horrible game no I'm, I'm joking <laughs> So first of all, how are you? I am all right. Really good. Yeah, you seem I'm so well. So Honestly, I'm so so well. Um, physically, mentally, just so happy to be back dancing. Obviously now, but yeah, really really good. I turned 31 Amazing. in May. Woohoo! And um, 30 wasn't great, so that was the year before. So right. 31st year so far has been wonderful. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I have been so inspired by you during lockdown. And well, now we're in October. I never thought it was going to go on this long, but you yeah. have done so much. Like I've just been keeping up to date with you. You've been to tell me about your um, lockdown venture with the girls, with Joe and Sasha. You know, I had to actually, you know, on the phone, obviously, scroll through and I went all the way back, whatever mm. it was, March. Or, and I was like, God, there's like all these stages of the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I forgot already that I did these things in the beginning. It's like yeah. a different life. I know. But it was like the full lockdown. And I think everybody sort of had the really strict structure to their day. Yeah, They're like, yeah. I wake up, I work out, I do this, I do that. At this time, I'm going to read. Like, it was, like, really st structured. And then you know, we kind of all got tired of it, threw it out of the window and just did whatever the hell we wanted. Yeah, we did, didn't And we? then the social bubble opened up, or support bubble. And this is where I was like, right, well, now I can go and visit Joe and Sash because yeah. I was living close, so I could join their household. And, yeah, and from then, we just um, it went crazy. And not crazy, but we just, I just never thought anything would come out of the lockdown, which was fine because I was actually really grateful to have all this time because, mm. you know, my year was supposed to be just chock-a-block. Yeah, because like, you were supposed to be doing your Viva like, La Diva show. Viva La Divas, the pro tour, like non-stop, you mm. know. And uh, suddenly, suddenly I had all this time mm. on hand. And um, when I realised that this is, actually what you wanted you yeah, know yeah you yeah yeah breathe and take time for yourself um so I did and I started learning Spanish I learned Spanish then Spanish was enough so I took Lithuanian on as well oh my god yeah and then obviously doing uh things with other with Oat and Karen the home festival and I was in yes. with people so that was that took a lot of um time um which was great playing piano just doing things for me definitely you know? definitely yeah and I was feeling so happy going along walks in the woods I just it really really centered me and like grounded it was lovely and then when I was ready to go again the girls came up with idea they called me I remember FaceTime they're like are you in or are you out 
And I was oh. like, of course I'm in. So in, yeah. And yes. Uh, so the idea came up because, like what you said, we just felt like we were being quite productive in the lockdown for, mm. for one or another. And I just saw, all of us saw people struggling or people was asking, like, how how do you manage? Yeah, how, yeah. How do you stay productive? How, motivation? What, how can I do it? And we were like, why don't we share race with people? Mm. Um, so we decided to run this seven day course, seven days to find your fire beyond lockdown empire. Um obviously going from lockdown but preparing yourself for life yeah. after, you know and giving you that motivation and obviously it's not forever but once it's out you're ready you've got yeah. everything to go and we didn't expect that it's gonna go down so well yeah it, it was so popular course. yeah it was just yeah it was really inspiring for us like by giving people it gave us back so much more yeah. it was so rewarding and obviously gave us even more energy and then we did another one which was even more successful and then it led us to write a book I know I I remember seeing that I I saw it on social media like the book was coming out you did book signings congratulations that is such an amazing thing to come out of lockdown right and yeah we were just talking about it with the girls not long ago we were like can you remember like we did everything in lockdown from being completely lazy doing nothing mm. we were like okay we're gonna work out loads there was a period where we were all just working out then we were just like oh let's just have zoom parties all the time a lot of yeah outcomes. yeah and then we did the courses where we were working really really hard like the mm. whole week we would start at nine and finish like last lesson we'll finish at 9 30 like, oh honestly, my god and then the book, when we were writing the book, it was such a quick turnaround. Mm. Um, it was like sleepless nights. We were just yeah. laughing. We were like, right, because we had to keep reading it back to make yeah, sure. Yeah, of like, course. Correct. And we were taking turns. It would be like 5 a.m. in the morning. And, you know, we're reading this inspirational book. And oh it's like, <laughs> we believe you can do this. And then the background, <laughs> you just hear Sash going, <laughs> <laughs> So there we are in October. And here we are, October. <laughs> I bought Christmas wrapping paper today because I am no, just... You did not. I did. I just thought, you know what? It's Christmas now. I can't focus on anything else. I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to start celebrating Christmas. Right, uh, Katia, I'm just going to shut my window because the cars outside are really bugging me and I can't ask them to stop. I, I, um, I did tell everybody in the world, so one sec. Ah, I fell off my chair. You didn't. What happened? Uh, I just went to take something on my bed and I just completely... <laughs> Hi, everybody. Just a little hello from me, editing me. Just a little disclaimer to say that Katia was not injured during the making of this podcast. She was absolutely fine after she fell off her chair, I can confirm. So, um, you recently made your acting debut in The Wizard of Oz as the iconic role of Glinda uh, at, the, at the new theatre in Peterborough. How was that? Well, let me tell you, oh. I absolutely loved it. I could tell you did. Oh from, my God. From all your posts. Was it Listen, like anything you've ever done before? First of all, it's nothing that I've done before. And first of, first of all, I've never seen a panto in my life before I no. stepped on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What did, what did you think? Like, what, what were you expecting? 
no, but I knew all the gags. Like I've been yeah. here like over ten years. Like I knew the like the the most always behind you. Like all the gags. I kind of got the vibe. I totally got what it was about. You yeah. know. And uh, what do you think? It's over the top. Yeah. Loud, shouting, entertaining, and just being yourself. Of course, it's perfect. Yeah. For me. <laughs> and the costumes. <laughs> the costumes are fab. Yeah. The costumes. Like I had. I, I call my costume a combina- perfect combination of a Russian doll and a Statue of Liberty. Oh my gosh, that Actually, is a really good comparison. Isn't it? I had this wonderful pink massive dress that like could totally be something out of the traditional Russian costume with this massive crown, which I absolutely adored. I have a video of me trying to get in a car because they sent me to the local mall to... Oh my gosh. In the full costume. And I had to get in the car in this thing. I mean, my stick was about two foot tall or whatever. My crown was, it was just brilliant, but I loved it. Yeah. It's just, such an uplifting show, isn't it? I mean, The Wizard of Oz itself is is just so iconic. Yeah. But it's the, not traditional panto, as I understand, but you know what? We made it so good. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the characters as well are perfect they lend themselves perfectly to panto you looked like you had the most amazing time like I mean it's such an it's so brilliant panto for the audience for the people in it it's so uplifting it's so fun and it's such a magical time of year I love doing shows at Christmas the Christmas Eve performance I always find really magical and uh, especially with all the children, I don't know if you had lots of schools come. I imagine you had lots of schools coming. Yeah. They really get into it. Uh, families have been going for years and years. So it is we also a had special occasion. You know, like oh, amazing. With like hard of hearing. Uh, we had one for hard of hearing with like people signing. We mm-hmm. also had relaxed forwards with like autistic people. And oh, amazing. They were the best, I yes. swear. Honestly, my cousin is autistic and um, I, I just think the relaxed performances are the best idea ever because when he comes to see a show that I'm in, like when he came to see Boogie Nights, when the YMCA came on, he was up yeah. dancing. He was like, I remember one of the characters walked in towards me, um, like came in towards me on the stage and I just heard him in the audience go, not again. <laughs> just so interactive it's what everybody's thinking but such a lovely such a, I'm gonna imagine experience it's, yeah definitely it was the same we had to stop in the beginning they were like just to uh, introduce the characters we had to just line up on stage oh, wow. and say, hi I'm Katia I'm gonna be playing the role of Linda because so it doesn't scare them there's a yeah. real but you know what as soon as we all walked on they saw the um, you know the wicked which they all started going we <laughs> even got to do anything. I was like, "Well, they don't need explanation." No, like, they don't. No, they no. Like, oh my god! Really, oh, what an amazing thing to do. I'm so pleased that they brought that in because yeah. it's so important, and it needs to be theatre is needs to be all inclusive of all kinds of audiences, and and oh, especially for a pantomime, that just must be magical. So I have a game for you. I love games! I've got a quick fire game for you. So basically, 
this is called like audition styles. So I'm going to ask you which one you prefer. So like the first question is open versus closed. So do you like the open auditions or do you like... You know, obviously I come from different worlds. So I haven't actually done that many auditions in my life. But you've been, what's the great thing about you? You've been on the other side of the panel as well, which I think is why it's it's good for for us to talk about that because I think it's great to have that input from the other side of the panel. But if you think about the competitions I used to do, it is like audition every single time, you know? Exactly. The audition, the form, the theatre people would know. I've not that many times, but like every job is audition. Well... Definitely. And I thought as well with the with your competitions and, you know, the TV shows that you've done, there's an element of that kind of putting your best foot forward and being judged in a public space. I mean, you are basically doing an audition every week on Strictly. You're training every week. You're getting judged by a panel and by the public. So although it's not like a straightforward audition, walk into a room, sing, dance, act, leave, you are definitely being in that like judgment arena. So I'll go with the second one, actually, because I think this will apply more to you. Um, Recorded versus live. Live. Oh, live. The energy of their live audience just, ah, the things come out that you didn't even know, right? Can't beat it. Panel versus one person. Ooh. Okay, if I'm honest, probably one person, because mm-hmm. what happens when you have a panel, your mind sometimes can go try and please everybody. Mm-hmm. That's the danger zone. Yeah. Where one person, I think you will stick more to your own gut. And yeah. you're like, well, only one person to do it for. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. Do you prefer being the auditionee or the auditioner? Um, I love doing the audition, whatever that word, you can say it for me. <laughs> I don't even think it's a real word. I just made, I mean, I've, I'm, like I've not invented it, but I just suddenly thought, is it audition? Employee or employee? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Employer, employee. I think that's where I got it from. Auditionee, auditioner. <laughs> auditionee. <laughs> I like to be auditionee. Auditionee, so do I. You know what? I tell you, because I like everybody when I audition. Like, I just like everyone. I am I terrible. You. I actually, I actually give it away because if I see someone, I'm like, "Well done, good girl, good boy." <laughs> like, how how patronising. Anyway, I've got one for you: singing or acting cool. <laughs> I mean, everyone else is getting singing or dancing, but I I imagined that you would prefer a dance call. Yes, but acting. So singing and acting, acting. I quite enjoy it. I do overact as a dancer, like over, but I quite enjoy it. Dancer yeah. as well, like, I remember. Yeah. It, it was fun. Like director would give me notes how to do it. It was really fun to, or like I would read the script, but then he would explain what he actually meant in it, you know, and things like that, or yeah. the way he liked me to say. And I love that. There's was, so many yeah. different ways, isn't there, to interpret something. Right? Um, do you prefer TV or theatre? Oh, that's a tough one. You have oh. to choose or the Zoom end calls. I mean, the Zoom call ends. Oh, I think it's theatre. Just because, again, the life, the life. Yeah. To it. Live element. I love that. I, I thought you'd say TV, but yeah. what about, though, with Strictly, though, you've got a live audience. So that's, that's kind of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
no, it's, of course. TV is great because you, you like, um, see, it's very different. Mm. You know when the camera's on so you can like, yeah. pick your nose at one, but, and then give them the best <laughs> smile ever because, you know, camera's on you, you know. Where live theatre, you engaged all the time. Oh, yeah, all the time. And like, you can't even, you, you know, you've seen on stage the whole time. People are watching, you've got to give it. Somehow, you always find that extra energy. Yeah. Like, you can be the most knackered you've done like a tour I don't know 60 shows and you still come on stage Mm -hmm. and the audience just gives you that extra life and I have no idea where it comes from yeah but that's why I always say to like people who tie where I was like you know that if needed you Mm. will find that extra fire so come on bring it up you know you know you've got it in you it just it does something to you that- definitely especially because you know the people there have paid to be there or you know they've come all the way from all over I think that's what gets exciting and as soon as you walk on stage at like the five before the curtains open and you hear the audience that always makes me really excited because I'm like exciting nervous there's people yeah. out there yeah definitely definitely I love that oh just you talking about it I know I feel like I'm getting really like um, emotional thinking about that five minute call and everybody's like have you set all your costumes on the right side of the stage yeah yeah okay have you got anyone in tonight I know I miss that so much do you prefer harsh notes from a creative team or creative member or review uh harsh criticism I love it you tell me what's wrong and I'll fix it. I'll like, I'll, I'll just don't even go around it. Just straight just forward. Me. What's wrong with me? Uh, can't change my face, but the rest of it is fine. <laughs> Are you happier to be the performer or the choreographer? Currently, the performer. But I'm 100% I can feel I'm, I love choreographing for Strictly, for example, and all that. And I feel it's growing in me. You're an incredible yeah. choreographer. I really love doing it but um I think not on a scale that Mm -hmm. the choreographers must deliver like the big data shows just yet but it's definitely growing in me because I love that but currently I've still got the fire to go on stage and just give my all and obviously I choreograph all your dances so I don't need to exactly no you don't need to don't put me out of a job please So my question for you now, um, before we do another little game, is how you got into becoming a professional dancer. So basically, there was this girl, she's called Harriet, and (laughs) (laughs) now you're giving away all our secrets. So yeah, got a got a knock on the door, and she was like, "I'm the best well-known choreographer." (laughs) I'd like to offer you a job now. <laughs> I wish that was the story. Though. So do I. Then we would have known each other for, you know, so many years. I'm not going to give away our ages. 10 years, just 10 years, yeah. Well, unfortunately, I've been dancing for over 20 years now, which is... Wow, that's amazing. In fact, wow. yesterday, my mummy, she was doing a... Oh, my mum was doing a live Instagram as a guest. I was so proud of her. But the, the woman who was taking, uh, well, who took interviewing her, was my first ever dance teacher. Wow. And they were remembering how my mum brought me in. I was about six years old. 
Um, yeah, and the thing is, you know, in I think maybe back then, but also in Russia, Burmese is quite popular. It's like number one mm-hmm. almost after school activity. So once you wow, stop, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super popular. It's almost wow. like part of the curriculum. Like every school would have classes and stuff. And um, as soon as you start, you're a competitor. So mm. there, it's not like oh, I'm just going every Friday. Yeah, social dancing. It's not. It's like, well, can you do cycle side cha cha You're on off to do competition, you know. Wow. Um, so pretty much from the age of six, I've become competitive competitive dancer, and um, obviously, you know, the whole thing. And I ended up being here in England, Amazing. and um, winning all these things that you've named in the beginning. And yes. Who knew? <laughs> who knew? Amazing. Um, Thing. did you yes, did you know when you started at six that that was something you wanted to do or did you just do it because that was what most people yeah no yeah I did it because everybody did it at the mm-hmm. beginning but I also did piano you know I played piano yeah, so amazing. I piano learning languages I was doing all crafts and arts and painting and singing believe it or not yes girl <laughs> I did all of that and then yeah. I think um just I was not bad at all of them, you know, I enjoyed them all, but I think teachers and my mom and I was enjoying it. They were like, I think she's got something there. She's mm. finding it quite easy, in a, you know, in a way like it's- Yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming to her naturally. Naturally, yeah. And I, my mom loved obviously making all the dresses for me. Oh yeah, I bet home. they were incredible. She always made the, her like herself this is where I probably learned it as well wow of course because you are so creative the things that you make like your the denim jackets that you customize and yeah. the shoes I think wow. it all come from back then when my mom yeah. was making costumes and she would always sort of like incorporate me like ask me what I liked and show me things and so and then yeah it just ended up that um I was um, I, I've, I've given up everything else and just mm-hmm. started on dancing Focused and then started going to more like a bigger mm. championships like in other cities or other towns and then we started going other countries, you know, so it started expanding. And then uh, when I finally started as with Neil, we moved yeah. to England and uh, that was a really obviously, this was probably the biggest step. In yeah. My and also for my family to let me go. Yeah, that means it just shows how much you know faith they had in me, Definitely. not just have a future, but as a person, and uh, to let me go, you know, into mm. own country. Not they were not with me, you know. My dad came wow. with me for the first week, and then sort of checked the thing out and left. And yeah, ever since I was um, traveling, uh, and that's that's such a um, I, I it's 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 a calculated risk in a way because. Because I know you're so talented and so you were going to be destined for great things and you worked, you trained for so long and, you know, you were so successful with your competitions. But it's such a risk, isn't it? And exactly. And like you said, yeah, it is a risk. And do you know, when you said it, I actually started my thinking process. I'm thinking nobody knew my parents didn't know. I didn't know that it's going to work out. It might have not. Do you know it's because they believe in you and you believed in yourself and it's it's not a risk in terms of a negative thing but you know it's that leap of faith and that you yeah. have to do that in the in your career my career you have to go out your comfort zone because but I think the fact that I actually didn't see it as a risk quite frankly and it's only when you kind of said it and I was like oh yeah it could have not worked out what I, what would I do then you know maybe that's actually 
was a good thing and that allowed yeah. me to do it. Oh, yeah. As a risk. I didn't sit there and go, right, well, let's wait if things go right and then yeah. things go wrong. Because at that point, I might have gone, you know what, let's play it safe and not. Yeah. I was listening to Jim Carrey, uh, Jim Carrey podcast. He's amazing. And he said, his dad taught him that um, we can easily fail at the thing that we don't love doing. Mm. So why not just give a shot to do what we love? You know, love it's, that. it's true. Yeah. You, you could be calculating, thinking, right, well, that's going to be safe. I might not enjoy it, but, you know, mm. I've got. And then you've got to completely fail at it. Yeah. And you're yeah. going to take it anywhere where you could have taken a shot. I think it's that youth, the, the idea of being like. Not afraid. Not afraid. Back a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, you've got no dependence, you've got no sort of, you know, sacrifices to make. It's, it just seems so exciting. And um, my mum moved to America when she was 23. And um, my nanny still says, my nanny's still like, oh, my, my Trisha, she went to America at 23, 24. But it was the best decision for her. And yeah. ultimately, that's made her life the way it is today, because she took that went from Salisbury to America. So I think, you know, Totally. It's all but about thinking. You know, I think you should be prepared for mm. it. You know, you should do everything you possibly can to sort of succeed at that thing, you know, and put your full passion into it, you know. But do take that leap, but be fully prepared for it. Yes, you know? of and course. Yeah. Chance comes along, you grab it and it all. Yeah. Well, that's why I said to you about calculated risk, because it wasn't like a a flippant oh I'm just gonna go it was like everything set up for you and you know you have the that ability to do it so yeah. it's not like oh today I'm just gonna go to I'm to not even two. a board dancer but you know what <laughs> why not so what would you be doing now do you think if you weren't a dancer well I was quite good at school at uni you know I was always still shooting all that boring stuff um so I would definitely in a way, well, it, this is this is tough. I always loved fashion, you know mm. that. And even yeah. though I'm kind of on the other side of it now, quite frankly, I've switched sides. But I still mm. love fashion, and uh, I loved always designing. And even in the beginning, um, uh, when we were competitors, I used to design on dresses. Yeah, coming uh, up with ideas. So I think something along those lines, mm-hmm. if. But this is with my current mentality because yeah. I really truly believe the fact that I've moved countries, that I've traveled all around the world, mm. I've seen, I've met so many different people, I've seen so many different cultures. It has really changed my mentality and opened up, you know, my mind to more things. Where I think if I would have been still in Russia and mm. not gone to England, not become a dancer, and just probably did studying really hard and. See, I don't know if I would have done those creative things. Mm. I might have gone more safe way what we were just talking, got like a degree in something and then mm. become specialist in the area. Wow. Um, I was always yeah. good with, with languages. I always thought I might be like a tr- translator, translator or yeah. you know, stuff like that. So it's hard to wow, now. So you could have like literally that. gone in any of the, in any area really. Yeah. Because you but are I a fantastic think- pianist as well. Yeah, no, this I, fi- I finished quite early on uh, when dancing took over, I finished that. So I don't think that would have become a profession. It would definitely help, like even yes. now, dancing and being able just to hear music and um, sometimes 
play when <laughs> in the, one of the Strictly episodes in the beginning, I got a script that says, Katya playing the Strictly tune. And I was like, oh my God, say, I don't even know how, it was like 10 p.m. Hilarious. But yeah, so I don't think piano would have been my um, career, but probably fashion mm-hmm. is a big dance because I love that design. Yeah. Uh, that, and I even studied it here, here in England. I did oh. like a course. That was really cool. And it's something I'd love to do more, but now on the sustainable side of it. Yeah, I was going to say the sustainable side of fashion. That would be amazing. Amazing. I did have an inkling, you might say, some kind of fashion, because I could so see you doing that. But you're a world champion, so you don't need to worry about that. So I want to ask you um, a couple of questions more in like a quick fire game kind of setting. So are you an early bird or a leave it to the last minute for an audition? Oh, for the audition. Um, No, if it's audition day, I'm early, I'm prepared, prepare, prepare, prepare. I need to be prepared. Like I'll be early, I'll be fresh, I'll be warmed up. I'll be, oh, if it's singing audition, never. Um, (laughs) But. No, definitely. I had to go in so prepared. Yes. I love that over prepared. I just love it. I can, if needed, you know, turn tables or improvise if something yeah. goes wrong or sometimes wing it if needed something. I can. I, like I com- I'm comfortable with that. But I just but love early bird. Professional. So I'll be up early. Mm-hmm. Everything done that I, I can sit down and you know and be calm not in a rush but you you never know however I also stay really late oh really yeah Yeah. I love like uh, I'm quite a late person Mm. I kind of get creative juices flowing at night for some reason yeah I'm the same I'm way more productive in the evenings yeah yeah but then also mornings are quite good so you end up being really late and then up really early but I Amazing. So you're an early bird and preparation is key. Have oh, you got an audition outfit or like do you theme your audition outfits to the audition? Yeah. Yeah. I, this is really bad, I think, sometimes, but I do. I do. I love it. I think you've got to. You've got to um, feel like the part, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, definitely. So if I went in for Alphaba, I would go full green <laughs> with the wig. And the uh, the the black witch's hat, no. Um it's really funny. I tell you this. One of the editions I did for proper musical theatre, mm. like this never happened to me before, was for King and I. Amazing. And, uh, I t- I've never been to an audition. My agent said, just go as experience, you know, you we just want to see, they want to see you. It wasn't a closed edition, but they knew I was coming because I was already on strictly then. And I was like, well, what do I wear? And you know, I didn't know what it's going to be with style or anything. Um, so I just went, well, I'm just going to go as me. You know, yeah. I've got to be comfortable. It's got to be me. So I turn up and all these like amazing ballet girls doing their like leg behind the ear, stretches <gasps> the toes and plies. And I literally turn up in the leotard and fringe skirts, right? <laughs> <laughs> leotard and fringe. And I'm going to call it doing my cucaracha rumba walks, warming up my hips. And I'm like, well, can't do that. But do you know what? You can't do the shimmies either. So no. <laughs> I, you know what? 
it was great honestly I was amazing everything I was like I just I said it's just gonna be me you yeah know, of I'm course sure gonna be me they either like it or they don't like it you know yeah. And the choreographer was actually like, oh, my God, you're smashing it, aren't you? And I was just like, pow, pow. <laughs> I love that. Take the fridge. And I, I mean, I got up into the final round. It just Oh, my happened. gosh, amazing. It was amazing. fun. So the key for you there is just be yourself. Yeah, be yeah. yourself. But like, you feel like you've got to be the part. You've got to feel the part. Like, and I is that a group audition? Was that a group one? Yeah, it was like, so oh, you've got that- to stand out. Yeah, you've got to stand out. Totally, my red lip was on, leg warmers over the knee fringe, and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> I lo- I wish I'd seen that outfit. I wish I'd seen that. I bet you looked amazing. And it's all about how you feel, isn't it? Because you can, if you go in feeling like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared, and I, I look the part, and I feel the part," then you're going to be confident. If you, I've turned up to a dance call in. They asked for heels, and I wore like a stiletto, like a night out shoe. And everyone was in a character block shoe. I was like, oh, right. Oops. Oops. Oh, no. But I bet you still did it all, didn't you? Well, I went for it, but, you know, didn't get the role. Um, (laughs) Are you a tell-all about the audition or are you secretive? So, like, do you go, I've got an audition for this, or are you very secret until you get the part? Um... It's, oh, I really always want to tell everyone. Yeah, so do I. I think it's about a circle. Circle of people that you can immediately go, oh, my God, and then, like, let it all out. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I do take it seriously, like, that if you can't, you can't. Like, especially now, strictly and all that. Like, I do take it very seriously. But I know there's just a circle of people that you That you can tell, yeah. Core group, yeah. Yeah, and because it, it's the thing that you just want to release it, isn't it? Like yeah, of joy. course, you want to just want to tell people. I always say to my, um, uh, like my students that I teach, when you get into the professional world, you almost celebrate an audition. You know, yeah. like when you're younger, auditions are given at school or, you know, everybody gets to audition. But now just, in, I've, I've texted you before and been like, oh my God, I've got an audition for that. And I haven't been in the room yet, but it's like celebrating that, that moment. Do you have anybody that you call straight after an audition or is there like a a ritual ritual couldn't speak there a ritual that you do before or after um no 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 I just 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 do it just go in do it um like I said prepared Uh, yeah like few friends that I always like tell them what's happening mm. so that I'm prepared it's like you know talking fruit is always like almost half you're already half prepared yeah yeah like I help lots of my friend like I help Sasha loads she would always like FaceTime me just before like she'll set everything up mm. her hair, her lighting and I'll be like right I think you should do it down a bit or like I'll always like, amazing help. so you help with self-tape things yeah or always yeah I'm always the voice at the back and I always overact <laughs> and she has to stop and go stop acting <laughs> And I'm like, but I'm your father. (laughs) Stop acting. I I saw that on self-tape outtakes. I saw that. That was so funny. Oh, I love it though. You commit to it. That's great. I'm always like, send me what you look like, what you're going to wear, right? And then she calls me like, right, this is all set up. I'm like, am I good? I was like, yeah, 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 great. Put some more lipstick on. Like, we always do that. It's brilliant. So for you, because obviously leading on to my next question, because you have experience of being on the panel as mm-hmm. as much as you've had experience being, you know, 
being the auditionee. Yeah. Um, what is it like being on the panel? It's completely different to what you think on the other side. Really? It's, it's like, so I've done different things. If you, you if you will, like judging. Yeah, I've judged yes, dancing. Yeah. After being a dancer, I've also auditioned people for our show. Mm. There's a like, people come into the room, they bring their CVs and whatever they're called. And um, it's completely, I remember doing it for the first time. I was like, if only I knew I would have danced or did it completely differently. It's such a great experience to do it just to see what it actually is like. Yeah. It's great to understand the mentality, how it works. Do you have like a brief for each show that you want people to fill? Is it like, so we are looking for a person that looks like this or a person that's got this credit or a person with this experience? I can't really say because I didn't do that many of this type, but we were just, for example, when I was a judge and dancing, yeah, mm. you just, also, it's such a subjective thing, isn't it? Yeah, I that's why I ask, because it is. It is, and the, that that's the thing to remember, like, it's often nothing personal, it's just sometimes like, mm. well, I just like the red dress and he liked the yellow dress or whatever, you yeah. know, it's not personal at all. And um, it's also really quick, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You make up, you can make up your mind, or the the, the judges, the auditioneer. Mm. You make. I think it's seconds. It's split seconds. Wow. Yes or no? It's because so quick. I suppose if somebody walks in and you take an instant like to something about them, you're going to wish them well in your mind, yeah. aren't you? If somebody yeah. w- walked in and you're like, wow, I love the look or wow, you are what we've been looking for. You're not going to be watching them thinking. You're pay attention. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that it's kind of a little bit of a subliminal, that first kind of, I don't know, five seconds is very, yeah. And that's why, like I, like you said, like I said, I like to dress up as a thing or have just something there. Like mm. like you said, if you go for an alpha bar, like, maybe I'm not going to go green, but I'll probably have a green top on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably that's what I'll do, just... In my head, it's going to send that message, that vibe to them immediately, you know, or I'll turn up on a broom. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just walk in. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm just going to sweep the floor. There's something spilled it's there. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, public transport was a nightmare today. So yeah. I took the broom. Exactly. Uh, no, I think, that's, I think that's, that's really good. And I think it's really important that you said it's not personal because so many times when you walk into an audition room as the auditionee, you're thinking, well, I definitely am. I can't speak for everyone. Oh my God, did they hate me? Did they, yeah. they, They've just looked at each other. They, they, don't, they don't like my CV. They don't like where I've trained. Is it my outfit? Is it my shoes? Is it this? And it could be as well that they are actually, they've just found someone that they need before you and they're all still talking about them and they just need to see you as a formality or something's made yeah. them laugh from before. Um, I think it's really important to remember that. I think it's really important. And uh, yeah, I think simple as being nice. Mm. You know, you always, and because even if you didn't get it or just leave a good taste in everybody's mouth after they're like you know what? that guy was actually really nice and then next time they see you or whatever or you come across the casting director in a bar at the theater or something they're like ah oh, she was really lovely you know and it yeah just, i think it's so important just to be nice to, genuinely nice yeah to everybody i think that's really really important 
And what do you what do you look for personally? Is it is it really kind of subjective to what you do? So every time is different. But is there something you look for when you're on the panel or you're judging? Yeah, I think it's authenticity mm. and just um, yes, technique and all that. But just someone doing it with their heart. You know, you always yeah. know when it's done just movements or just words you know if you sing or you act but when it's done with passion with the heart like I just love that I think you can't buy that no no I think these sort of artists are very valuable those who do it with passion from the heart that you can chuck them into this environment that environment pay them or don't pay that they will still give you their heart and soul you know definitely and and do you ever as a panel member of you know maybe your maybe your show or a tour or something do you ever think of it as as deeply as could I get on with this person in a show or yes. could I tour with if, if you are touring to tour with a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> nobody does no no, no. no. 100% it I, I just I even remember when me and Neil were being they were just like well we want a cast that we will have great time with it's gonna yeah. be easy work with we know them they're not difficult Mm. they're great team players you know all things like that yeah if it's a short-term thing maybe one two shows you're like okay I can deal with that person yeah you know but if it's like tour and long term a hundred percent and I know for for a fact that everybody because you know we do have to spend all the time together and yeah, not for fact that it always says oh I love that tour the group was so amazing you know it's the memories mm. after that you're like oh oh that group was such a good tour just was so easy to work with them you know things like that definitely definitely but I also love very professional oh, you must be professional it's yeah. a good balance actually being sort of friend and friendly but being very professional I I, I would like to say I'm always very professional like mm. think being on time knowing your stuff knowing your lines you know listening to us like all things like that so our last kind of like quick fire round is just about funny things or stressful things um, that have happened have you ever forgotten your choreography we all have done that, haven't we? We've all done it. Oh, not me, the professional. Yeah, we're all <laughs> yes. we're just great at covering up and uh, not covering up. Because but... you have to learn so much, like so yeah. much. Let me just think of an example. There must have been like, oh, on tour. Oh, there must have been that. The thing is, we are such a good group. I just, we'll probably just like point at each other and laugh. Like, do you yeah. Know? yeah, definitely. Oh my God, like, it's just, there's no like bad feelings about it. And we've all done that. Or you just daydreamed suddenly or something. Yeah, well, you must be, it must be muscle memory as well. Because I, I remember watching and Keep Dancing when we did the first leg of the tour. There, there was like eight shows a week. And it was number after number after number after number. And I was, remember watching it thinking, how do you remember all those steps? It's almost like it's in your, it's almost in, in your muscle. body. Yeah. 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 When we tour, like obviously it's so in you that mm. you sometimes sort of um, relax, but then that's when it slips away, isn't it? When you're like, oh, I'm going to have Yes. Yeah. So Wednesday but, uh, afternoon. <laughs> there's definitely have been moments and then we'll always laugh about it. But you just like pick up your look at the other 
the person next to you, like, oh, okay, okay, is that, is that? But we've all done that. But that's why we're professionals. We just pick yeah. right up or we cover it up or we'll make it look like everybody else was wrong. That's what would I you would do, do that in an audition? Like, have in an audition, you just carry on or? I just commit. Commit. 100%. Yeah. Amazing. Have you ever felt like in an audition you've ever embarrassed yourself? You're probably too professional for these questions. I definitely have. Probably, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, I would probably just like turn up wearing something random, like <laughs> ears and yellow coats and things like that, that. And I'm like, yeah, well, you like me or you don't. You know yeah, I, mean? I know. I know. Exactly. But I just, my sort of like loudness and in colors and brightness that's mm. just my quirk so yeah that's how I do like even I remember so I was assistant on Strictly before mm. I was even a pro and uh, what happens on on the filming day everybody wears black yeah so if you're backstage or this so you can't pop out like yeah, yeah. even briefly like swipes across like everybody wears black like apparently apparently that's the rule which I didn't know oh my god we turn up on Saturday and I kid you not this is what I had leopard shoes leopard tights pink fur massive coat pink hat with ears (laughs) oh my god and uh, I go down the corridor and someone just and I was like okay fine and then somebody I got told they were meant to wear all black. Oh no! Oh my god! I just stood there like at the back, like literally. It's not even like you had like something you know coloured, but a bit subtle. Bright pink fur coat, leopard print, good. Leopard print, yeah. Good. And then when I did my first year, when it was then the next year I joined as a pro, I sit down. I remember in the makeup chair for the first time, and uh, it was Bryony. She's like, "Oh hello, like you knew, you're crazy." And then she said, did I see you before? I was like, well, I was this assistant last year. She went, oh, <laughs> you're the girl that wears all these colourful clothes, aren't you? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. That was me. You've got to stand out there. And it's, it's, it's a form of expression, isn't it, really? For me, that's what it is. I just love it. I did actually peer over at some notes once in an audition that's awful isn't it to admit but I did I used to have really good eyesight I don't anymore so anyone auditioning me now I can't even see you um but I remember looking over and it was like uh spaceman trousers (laughs) good but you know what spaceman trousers it's amazing I get things like that all the time so um final question from this section have you ever sacrificed something major to an attend an audition or a competition well we're always but, missing things so yeah always um okay before when we competed we never had christmas like family christmas at all we would be somewhere competing or doing shows or demonstrations wow. or anything however one thing from the moment I mean like i moved to england i said to neil one thing I cannot miss is New Year's with my family. It's always been a tradition. I have never missed one and I will not, because I remember first time, the first or first year, it came up like a big show you could do a gig. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really no, like I'm going home. And ever since, for 30 years, I have not missed a single New Year until, until last year. Oh. First time in 30 years, I have missed 
New Year's with my family because the last show was a New Year, like 31st December. Oh, no. So I faced them. My show finished at five to, uh, quarter to nine, which is quarter to midnight in Russia. Oh, my and gosh. We faced out my family and we kind of like, um, like count, did a countdown, but on FaceTime. Yeah. That was first time in 30 years. It, wow. Oh, my goodness. It is, it's, it's, I actually like it was a big deal you know yeah yeah of course so I was like okay but I really loved obviously Panto and that and I feel like it's a good thing as well like I feel mm. like I'm a little bit less disconnected to it now so if anything important would come up yeah. next time I'd be like well I've done it before so maybe I can consider doing it but I think what's also important yeah for people around you to understand I think there are sometimes mm. people who make you feel feel like bad about it or like not even addition but maybe I just need to prepare I need time to go and study or to do and sometimes there are people who can get Mm. a little bit in the way and make you feel maybe guilty or whatever and I think it's really important that people around you understand how much it means to you definitely you know yeah things like really important definitely and I think people understanding that it you can you know at a drop of a hat there can be an audition or there can be a recall, or there can be two recalls on one day, or there can be, and and your life, you know, trying to plan ahead is so difficult because I, I remember doing an audition once, and the girl that was auditioning with me had to fly home from her honeymoon to, to oh audition. Yeah, and um, it's just those kind of it's a it's that's another like risk because if she didn't go, she might have got it, and if she yeah. if she went, she might have sacrificed the honeymoon. But it's like what you know what is more important, and you're so right because if she was with uh, another person who you know her husband right. didn't understand, then she wouldn't have gone for that audition. So it's yeah. it's it, you are right. It's who you have around you, whether it's your family or your partner or friends. Um, because there are the, those times where you're just like, no, I, I literally, I'm so sorry, but 12 o'clock so last sorry. night, I can't, um, I can't do it. So before um, before we go, um, I would love to know, you can choose from the list, either your most memorable moments on stage, either your funniest or your proudest moment. For me, like, it has so many proud moments yeah. because I think my job, my current job, is so rewarding in that way. Mm. Taking someone from zero to hero, like, you know, it's so rewarding. So I feel so much pride every time. But, like, things, like, happen, but then at the same time, I remember we would like uh, when we used to compete with work in China a lot and they we did the shows loads in these massive 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 arenas I was stuck there first of all it was already a mission to try and speak English to them and explain when they need to start our music for when we begin the dance and so standing there music's not starting we're standing there Music's not starting. The music starts, but halfway through. <laughs> so it's like they probably didn't do the volume. So we were like, no, 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 no. Again, again, no. So they're like, oh, okay, okay. So this start again. So here oh, we go. In God. position. And then suddenly I feel like this water starts dropping on me. And I'm like, what, what, what's going on? So look up, the roof is completely leaking. By oh, this my point. God, no. <laughs> It's coming, and this one I just start laughing. I was like, 
this couldn't <laughs> go any worse. Like, I was just laughing. He tried to play music about five times. We're like, no, again. No. It's coming down, raining. We're completely soaking wet. Like, it's just, you know, it, it's awesome. And did you just carry on or what did, what happened? Yeah, yeah just carried on in the rain, in the yeah. pouring yeah. Halfway the wherever he managed to play because he couldn't work it out. It just, oh my god! I showed you the video where I completely <laughs> fall over, and so the video goes like that. It's it's uh, it's not an honor dance, but um, it's um, presentation into the final. So the right this and we come out and we do our samba, and there's this bit where Neil sort of like pulls my hips back, mm. and I have to like run backwards like that, you know, and he pulls my yes. hips. The force gone so much. That I literally went, woo, and I start falling, and I know, boom, right? <laughs> but all you see, then the shot goes sort of blank, and the next thing you see, <laughs> you just see two of my feet suddenly appear, and I was going, ta, 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 with my feet. I was like, well, I'm on the floor. <laughs> what can you do? I just gotta like stall it out. Yes. Audience just like went crazy, you know. This is cat. Oh my God, amazing. This is the thing with you, Katia. You're so professional that if something goes wrong, you're like, carry on, carry on. What can I do in your mind? I think it's probably because you're such a great choreographer as well. In our mind, and this is again what you said, because maybe we don't talk about it, people expect perfection in everything. Yeah. Right? And it really isn't. Like, it's, it's, I find it a little bit similar when I teach um, dancers about like balance. We're never on balance when we dance. We're constantly sort mm. of catching our body weight and finding it. We're never a hundred percent on balance that we can't follow unless we're like squashed between the two brick walls, you know. And we just yeah, we never and we're always sort of in search of that. And it's the same. Like we're never perfect. We're always different. You wake up today or tomorrow or five minutes later, we're different. Like it's yeah. never gonna be the same. Same with your performance, whatever. What is it you're doing mm. so it's like it's not gonna be perfect but I think it's much worse to make it feel awkward and like oh yeah. my god I just want to hide I've just gone wrong or it's everybody in the room just gonna start feeling really awkward exactly you're making the other people feel awkward yes because you are totally as a performer or whatever you're doing in charge of energy in the room and people's yeah. react that's what we do we're basically triggering people's emotions and reactions so that's the moment for you to just go turn it into a joke or just make it it's like a bit like panto like yeah my yeah. crown was falling over completely yeah what, what oh no and then, and yeah so you know when when um the wizard handles to the line the yeah the courage and all that so the twist in our pants was that i was the wizard the glinda is the wizard so i mm. had the goodies and my crown because it was so big like i said like statue of liberty and i had i couldn't fix it at this point because i had to change really quickly into the yeah wall. yeah i just feel it's, it's going like that you know when you just forward and back forward oh, and no. back and it keeps going back and i keep just having to sort of snap it back in so lion comes in and i'm like lion don't, don't you see and I meant to say don't you see the uh the courage you were looking for was inside you all along you know that's what I meant to say yeah like, yeah don't you see my crown is falling off <laughs> <laughs> and I 
just had to like take a moment to really like fix it on. I was like, they would have loved that though. That's so in keeping with the theme. I think when things go wrong as well, I, I, when I did a show last year, I had an umbrella routine, which you probably are so like, you know what it's like with props. It's, I was talking the other day how hard it is dancing oh, with an umbrella, especially. I had I this amazing choreo with um, an umbrella and it was like a commercial kind of style. I, and saying that, like, I know, I'm not really sure, but I just sung and then I got thrown an umbrella and I had to do, it was all like, dun, 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 dun. And it was all oh, on the yeah, beat. And then I had to like, move it around my head as I was turning it and I dropped it fully dropped it but because my character was an absolute like diva I just looked at it on the floor looked at the audience and I just kicked it away and I and nobody like had people in that night I said um what did you think of that umbrella routine they were like it was so great when you dropped it and kicked it away and you just walked off like you didn't care and I was like yeah oh, that's somebody's good. gonna pick it up yeah because I think if I picked it up it would have looked like I dropped it yeah, well, if you like snap your finger, you come and get it. That's like, what that's I did, the- yeah. So that the guy, one of the dancers, uh, lovely Josh, he he came forward and he had to. Pick, I used to have to throw it to him anyway, so it was it was covered well. But I think exactly. what you were saying about making people feel awkward, I was in control of that situation, and if I'd picked it up, I think people would go, "She's just dropped that." Yeah, I just remember another one. Yeah. I, it was. Um, Strictly Professionals tour last year, which unfortunately didn't happen or got postponed for next yeah. year. And um, I had this moment where I talk about every pro talked about different things. And again, because I'm so over the top dramatic, I was like, my thing was doing everything is very dramatic and it's yes. all like a cabaret style. And mm. one of our favorite routine um, weeks is the musicals week, you know, but about boom, then it'll be like drums. Yeah. And I have to- Bah, 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 drop on the chair and then we love to dress up and play the characters and getting all dramatic and then speaking of which dramatic me never and then I have to like get up turn around and then go to the back of the chair and I put my leg on so it's yeah. like bah, bah, turn around ha yeah every time it's gone perfect like every and I always joked like oh my god one day it's gonna fall one day it's gonna fall no, perfect perfect Wait until oh, no. London Palladium, of course. <laughs> London Palladium, first show, categories. Dramatic, me, never. Da 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 da. Boom. Chair goes, I go. So it was, you know, it was it like, oh there was my no God. Way. Oh no, your foot went through it, kind of thing. It, it just, as I put the weight, like the chair oh. sat tilting, but I had to go with it. And it was just oh. ugly. That's, it was ugly as anything. No way of sort of making it look like it's supposed to be because it, me on the stage in the spotlight, no one else. They always and uh, well, I just I just went well. Normally it goes much better than that, oh. <laughs> you know. It's just like give me a five, six, seven, eight, and I like did it again, and the, the drum oh, did it again. And mate, see that comes with experience, doesn't it? Because you're such a like that's you being a showwoman. I'm going to take control of this situation. That is amazing. But honestly, I did still feel like, oh my god, thing, <laughs> Katty. <laughs> So 
I just love to know out of your, you know, the actual few auditions that you have done, what has been your favorite one? Like what was the loveliest thing about it or, or something you learned from it or just a really positive experience? Well, first off, I think every audition is an experience, which is great. Um, I think I've, do you know what? It's kind of addition, but kind of not. It was a, it was a course. Yeah. A presenting course, but they put a camera on us. The first mm. thing, so we, we went to do the, co- the course and so I'm going to learn things. But the first thing they did, they put a camera on me and they went, you've got 30 seconds, go. And I was like, so, and I just had to talk and, yeah, and I've never done this. Was me preparing for TV, and that was the scariest. Yeah, the most like uh, I learned so much from it. Yeah, then of course, Britain did it again, and like how how much yet how how small thirty seconds yet how long does it go on for? Yeah, trying to tell about myself within thirty seconds. What are the main bits about me? How do I put my personality through those thirty seconds? And a few words I'm gonna say, like all the questions suddenly flooded into my head and it was great yeah like best obviously but I think it was such an amazing learning moment Mm. you know just being put into spotlight like that without any explanation or I didn't know what to expect and also because like I said I came there to learn and then suddenly they're like bam yeah we want to know everything about you in those 30 seconds it's it's a in fact it's a great exercise for everyone that is that is and I think I would really struggle to to speak about myself because we don't tend to have to do that in auditions no. but why not when we are we are the but f- you are the present. yeah I think it's really great going into audition knowing who you are you know definitely and that's what that really helps with and you, as you do it again and again you're like oh I, and often we just start hooking up to facts Oh, yeah. I've done it, I've done it, done it, you know, it, it really is. And you can find ways of bringing your personality and all mm-hmm. the things that you're about in a few less, lesser words, mm-hmm. but a lot more um, content. And mm-hmm. like we said, it's the first impression, isn't it, as well? Yeah. From that day, mm-hmm. I always have it in my mind because now I'm a lot yeah. more clear who I am, what do I bring to the table and, you know, what my brandy, if you want, and brandies and things like that. That is such a good piece of advice. And I have I- to ask you before you go, um, did you have to audition for Strictly? Uh, yes, yes, I sort of did. So they um, they came for us because we were already national champions and world champions. Yeah. Uh, uh, but then we still had to do a dish. I remember we did like um, on camera thing and mm. we had to teach somebody and then uh, just talk to camera a little bit, which I've never done before. And now I watch my very, very, very first like interviews and stuff. Yeah. It's so interesting. Have you grown, like, how- do you think, with the confidence of being on camera? Oh my God. Like I don't even, not that I don't recognize, but everything is more condensed. Yeah. It's like, it's like I'm still me, but like the quiet version. But now I just know who I am. I embrace myself, you know, and it's really interesting to look back. But what's even funnier is the very, very first time we had a conversation with um, executive producer. I We were not even auditioning for us. I was there by accident. Neil was covering or something. We, I was just tunnel vision on winning the world championships, you yeah. know, like industry. And... Um, I just remember when I was like, what is going on? What is this show? Can you can you compete and do the show or not? 
not not no. really not and that's why at that point I was like no like really forward is the best job literally for me I, I really believe like I've been destined to do this I just love it so much yeah oh my gosh that is amazing I hadn't because I didn't know that you you couldn't compete really and do the tv show you I really can't. it's too time consuming yes. and then going back into our industry after missing so much is almost impossible it, it's a little bit like I, I can the only way I can compare like here on your industry like if people go to cruises you know they're out of game a little bit right so they've been away for quite a while yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like that, you know, and you have to restart again. But, you know, if you've been a finalist, you don't want to go back and then restart again, you know? No, no, no exactly. Amazing. Yeah. So they really focused on that for that Strictly Audition, the TV side of it and seeing you teach. That's so interesting. But also it's the personality whilst you teach. Exactly. Not which... the ability, but the way you do it. So, And I always love teaching. And You're a fantastic remember. teacher teaching so well that's all good. I just have all aspects of these things thank so. you <laughs> so much thank you so much we've talked for so long I'm sorry for taking so no, much your time they don't need to hear all our nonsense. it was it was so I know I just enjoyed talking to you Katia <laughs> I was like oh yeah I'm recording a podcast and also <laughs> Katia um I'm gonna ask all my guests to sign off the podcast by saying its title thanks that's all for today. Could we have in the most fabulously Katia or Glinda way you want to say it? Thanks. That's all for today. Thank you, everybody. That's all for today. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks for listening, everybody. And massive love to Katia. Mwah!